0: Frank Skinner Absolute Radio
1: We're getting a lot of uh, your baggies, pals oh, offering yes. you support today Come on, you baggies, Mr June says WBA, Dante, Nervous for the game, Frank?
2: Yes, well, we're playing our local rivals at 12.30 today yeah. in mm-hmm. Wolverhampton Wanderers and uh, I'm almost at the feeling of thinking well, we're going to go down but I wouldn't mind beating him. I mm-hmm. wouldn't be so bad going down yeah. Would you would you love that if you been? I'd there? love that. Do <laughs> you know I spent some would time watching it? clips of that this week?
1: i, think, <laughs> I say I watched it about once every three weeks. <laughs> I did a. Uh, we should say what we're referring to. Yeah, Surely everyone Kevin, knows.
2: Kevin Kevin Keegan getting very angry about Alex Ferguson and Man United. Mm. And when saying, would you say, oh, Frank? To, what I'd sort of year? What, year? what year we oh, talking? about? not very good. Eighties, nineties. No. I'd say nineties. I'd say other. late nineties. But I did a a pilot for a sports panel show which was called We'd Love to Beat Them. Oh really? Or I'd love to beat them or whatever it was, yeah. Never got off the ground. I'd Thank with you. <laughs> I love it when you talk got- about things that didn't get off the ground. <laughs> it's like
1: breaking the rule.
2: <laughs> well, I am. Um, I remember once I, I went on Loose Ends on Radio 4. Oh, and, Ned uh, Sharon? Yeah. No, pre-Ned, post-Ned oh. Sheridan. It's... um. <laughs> Um, Clive Anderson oh, say,
1: yes. didn't get commissioned got
2: cancelled no but I went on there and I, most of my interview was about the fact that they pulled room 101 <laughs> <laughs> and I said this is a new sort of reverse plugging that I'm pioneering that you, it's, it's, more, it's more, not so much plugging as mourning yeah. you come on and talk about <laughs> a, a project that's gone oh, down the toilet I like
1: it when you do it in interviews and then you have the PR person from your management yeah uh, dying in the corner.
2: <laughs> well, the truth is, and as, as we know, with when people talk about their relationships, happy, loving relationships are extremely dull to hear about. Mm. But when the when the other person is turning up at the door at three o'clock in the morning with an axe, that's when you want the story and you want all of it. Yeah. And so uh, there is a plan. I mean, let let us not forget the great mm. lost sitcom, Shane Two, which was never <laughs> actually broadcast. <laughs> We made it, edited it, <coughs> and ITV decided that it was not to be broadcast.
1: Not for, not suitable for broadcast. I mean,
3: you're in,
4: you, know, now. This,
2: you know, there's a massive shortage of airtime at the moment. Everyone, because of COVID. <laughs> I mean, they're uh-huh. filling the air. With, I mean, anything, anything will do. Still, Shane 2 remains in its vault. You think they're they still idea, walking right? past it on the oh, shelves? I think there, it's one of those got you know, when you see those things in cartoons with about 12 <laughs> padlocks <laughs> on them and a spider. <laughs> That's what the Shane 2 vault Oh, <laughs> oh looks poor Shane 2. Oh. I'm sure it's very good I've had, had some great moments. Matthew Kelly's in here playing a Homeless Man. Sounds really? funny. Yeah, he's very good. As he said to me, I, he stopped me outside the toilet at in Joe Allen's restaurant and mm. said, "When, when is uh, Shane?" Oh. I said, "How I, did you deal with it?" I said, oh, "I just haven't heard anything about it." He said, "Well, we all got paid." Oh, um, and I thought fair enough. That's a good attitude in showbiz and one you need. It is to put money before uh, creativity. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it's an uncommon, uh, no, true. <laughs>
1: Well, I've quoted this many times on the show. Johnny Briggs, the Coronation Street actor, said to my mother, as you may recall, do you remember what he said, Frank?
2: He said something like, (laughs) just get the words in the right order. I'll tell
1: you what he said. Someone was doing the sort of what's my motivation and he said, "And how do you act and how do you prepare? And he said, you turn up, you say your lines, you get paid, you go home. Brilliant. (laughs) Paranoid. I
2: don't know if it helped him.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I pulled with. It's not like people said, oh, that Dustin Hoffman, <laughs> he does all this, you know, motiv- uh-huh. all the uh, method and all that. And then Johnny Briggs, every, every bit as good. Yeah. Mm. I never heard anybody say that.
0: <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner.
4: Absolute radio.
2: So we was going to go away to a sort of country house thing. Yeah. And ten of us... It's all a bit blur-influenced, today's show. Yes, yeah, it? it is a bit. And then there were certain restrictions introduced. Yeah. So then we were going to have ten people at our house. Right. And then there was further restrictions, and in the end it was just me, Kath and Boz. Christmas. Oh, really? But we'd bought a, a turkey for ten. Yeah. Mm. Which is a big... That's a big bird. It's a lot of turkey. Oh, a big bird. Big. big bird. Yeah. So anyway, we thought I would get through it. So on Christmas... Uh, Morning, mm. got the turkey out, it was frozen. Yeah. I didn't know we'd bought oh. a frozen turkey. So oh. it'd been in the fridge for a couple of days, but still absolutely rock hard. So we looked at the thing and it says in the fridge at four degrees, it needs a hundred hours <laughs> to thaw. A <laughs> hundred hours. Yeah. So it's that probably, I don't know, 20 odd. So we couldn't eat it. No. Couldn't eat it on Christmas oh, Day. It's big, oh, massive... Wow. T- what if the ten people had turned up? A hundred you know, hours. I mean, that's the
1: length of a sort
2: of classical war or Is something. It, that's how you it's mention so a, a, a presidential uh, <laughs> turkey. <laughs> <Turkey's Yeah. happening. laughs> so anyway, so the only meat we had was the pigs in blankets. Ooh. So the pigs... In- oh. I once went to see um, My Fair Lady expecting Martine McCutcheon and she had a bit of a bit of a throat, mm-hmm. and the understudy stepped up and was brilliant. And that's kind of what happened with the pigs in blankets. Yeah, you know, always the bridesmaid never the bride pigs in blankets. But they're, when they were at the centre, they're delicious. Yeah, right. So me and Boz had, yeah. I think it was nine each. Good. And, oh, uh, well,
1: so, and so essentially did you did they form a tower how did you arrange them on the plate or were they just more
2: like a raft well mine i put at strategic positions <laughs> a little bit some in one side of the cabbage imagine if you were staking a joint yeah and this is not meat terminology it's um it's private, private detective or, or so.
1: indeed a vampire no van helsing here no, so
2: <laughs> so there was what you know you never knew where a pig in a blanket was going to turn up <gasps> right oh,
1: oh they were sort of a easter egg treasure hunt vibe going on ah, on the christmas nice. day
2: plate yeah uh it, so um it was it worked it all turned out uh beautifully and I tell there was an element of where's the turkey was there? I once went to see a gig called elvis in concert and i don't know if you're aware of this phenomenon but they get the singers and the musicians. Who played with Elvis in the seventies on his um, on his live shows, but obviously Elvis is no longer available. So he's on a big screen, right? Just singing without any musical backing, and they play it live. Mm -hmm. But they Mm -hmm. still have a microphone in the middle of the stage, which is unattended. That's depressing. Do you know? And that's what not having the turkey on the plate. (laughs) (laughs) It's the um,
1: it's the uh, the presence of absence.
2: Oh, yes, yeah. exactly, it is exactly that.
1: Always an issue in life, I find. What,
2: when did you eat, did you consume the turkey? So we had it on, I think I'm it glad was the, the about 28th. It we had it...
3: I... Even though you didn't have the turkey to eat on your Christmas dinner and your pigs in Blankets meal sounds nice, I do wonder if you could just hear dripping of the thawing turkey in the background. (laughs) Like a metronome.
2: Well, it wasn't going that fast. It was a slow, slow thawer. Was it a slow bird? Um, Slow thawer, as I think (laughs) Alan Bennett said during the filming of one of his talking heads. But. We, um, uh, my sister-in-law bought us a meat thermometer as a gift yeah. something that we'd forgotten about and she pointed it out to us so we got that out and plunged it into the turkey on the 28th and uh, it was still um, m- minus <laughs> 1.3 at, at the bone <laughs> so we said we'll just have to cook it a lot to be safe so yeah. we really cooked it and by the time we ate it I've got to be honest with you I mean, we dried it. It was, oh. like, it was like eating a satchel. Oh, dear. Oh, was it a
1: bit Iris Murdoch's old shoe? Oh, it was... Yeah, it was. Oh, that's dear. It was.
2: Oh, God. Is that what they say in the culinary world? <laughs> no, that's what
4: I say in the yeah, Emily world.
2: No, we, we had to kill it so that it didn't kill us.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio.
0: The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Little Uzi Vert. I, to be honest,
2: I'm not familiar with his um, with his back catalogue. The reason he's in the press a lot at the moment is that he bought a 24 million dollar pink diamond, which is what I mean, mm-hmm. and he's had it set in the middle of his forehead. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Implanted. Wow. And Wow he is known for his, I believe it's called flexing, the big jewellery spend.
2: Yeah, is that what it's? Mm-hmm. called? I'd never mm-hmm. heard that before.
1: Oh, uh, flexing very much your area, so I'm, I'm assuming you're I'm familiar known for with my the
3: flexing, term.
2: But that's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just me showing off the old muscles. <laughs> so little Richard, if little Richard had come out now, would you be Lil Richard? <laughs> yeah. And I think Stevie Wonder was uh, yes little when he started. Mm, I mean, as in he was called. So he'd be Lil Stevie Wonder.
1: Mm. Oh. Little Eva. Yeah. Uh, L-
2: Langtree. Yeah. So,
1: yes, yeah, so he's got this pink diamond. He's already got gold braces. OK. Golden braces. Yeah. And didn't see that Bond film. Didn't fancy <laughs> it. It was about the teenage Bond.
2: <laughs> and... No, it was about when Jaws <laughs> won the lottery.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jaws went
1: bling. Golden braces.
2: (laughs) Uh, Gold braces. (laughs) And then a bloke looks into the camera with his gold blight and goes, with his mouth. (laughs) He's the man, the man with the golden gums. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He spends very large sums. Anyway, so yes. I've never heard of this. Is this a thing that I've missed out on? People having jewellery set. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with the sort of anyway's Essex diamante finish that some ladies <laughs> yeah. go for, but I'm. This is set. This is actually sort of. And I know like he calls it finish to try and be discreet. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's breakfast radio. Yeah. But um, I. This seems to be sort of bolted. It's connected to um, Lil Uzi Vert's skull. He yeah. was...
1: Did you see out? I mean, I, I saw his stories um, on the gram and he was <laughs> uh, bleeding. You got a
3: radiogram. <laughs> he was bleeding.
1: He was bleeding on the gram.
3: And grumpy. Mm. Uh, it's funny, you'd think somebody with a $24 million face would be cheerier, but he's <laughs> grumpier than me in the last couple of years,
2: so mm. I was shocked. I'm... Um, <laughs> the People listening to this will think, well, what happened in the last couple of years? And it's been <laughs> <happened>. <laughs> but we won't, we'll move on from here. Um, well, I, I don't know what it... I mean, to me, I would be afraid to have... Um, well, I wouldn't want a twenty four I mean if anyone wants to send one in as a gift <laughs> but yeah I don't know i i just I'd see it as such a, a responsibility having mm. a twenty four million uh, mm. dollar diamond. just where do you put it? And I'd give you your face Yeah, but I mean you take in the summer I sleep with the windows open, we get a great mm. many magpies. You know, oh, you don't want that, do you? Imagine waking up and there's a magpie on your... Oh. Imagine on your face, picking with its sharp beak, pulling a, a diamond out of your forehead. <laughs> um. Yeah. You forehead is another one, of course, you don't hear anymore. Everyone said forehead when I was a kid for forehead.
1: Do you know, I still sometimes say that
2: yeah, people would say to me...
1: American with a pe- forehead?
2: People would say to me, you've got a big forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm not having uh, a, a diamond fitting. I'm having solar panels.
0: <laughs> I thi- and I shall live forever. The best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Lil
1: Lucy Vert, who I like to call love mm. as an abbreviation.
2: Do you think that's why he's gone for that <gasps> name? Oh, maybe. Mm. Big I think slide fan.
1: I believe it's because of his rapid rhymes.
2: Um, okay. Yes, that's right. Oh, because it's like the automatic mm. weapon. The see. Mm. It's lovely, okay. lovely name. Mm. And he's a yeah. Satanist. I read. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> yeah, I think he's a Satanist. Uh, I never Frank, read that about him.
1: Oh, the way Frank tried to sound <laughs> so casual about.
2: Well, that. Wait, I have on my. Yeah. I, I get Roman Catholic alerts. <laughs> And yeah. I believe he is the Satanist. Yeah. Uh, is also, I think the uh, the there's, there's taught that the Cyprus Eurovision song this year is uh, an ode to Satanism. Mm. So a bit of a combat there. I do think we're ahead of the trend, <laughs> aren't oh. we, Sarah, Remember you heard it here first. And we've already had a man with horns on the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we've. He did say, Lil uh, little Vert, I mean, the one thing that I suppose takes maybe 17% of the glamour, the high-rolling glamour off this story, is that he's having to pay it off in installments. Yeah,
3: yeah I, didn't I, I, like I love that. him
2: for that. But, I mean, what about when the bailiffs come round your house with a claw hammer? I worry about oh. If you enter upon
3: like, Channel 5's can't pay, we'll take it away. <laughs>
2: exactly. Oh, dear. No, that is... Uh... Also, He's my such... other anxiety is... Have you ever done that thing when you fall asleep on a train <laughs> and mm. you lean with your head against the window? He could cut a hole in the window <laughs> with his diamond. <laughs> his, his head could <laughs> flop out the hole and he could uh, be drawn up by you know the mailbag hook does that still happen (laughs) they used to just have like the mail they used to have a hook that used to just lift up the mail as it as it as it went past i mean all all sorts You could be hit by a signal or anything if you if your head's hanging out he's a
1: traveling hazard on a train i think there are
2: dangers and and in
1: fact frank i would worry about how say he was in your situation and was a fan of the uh, headlamp, the bed, sa- the bed, oh, bedtime yeah. headlamp. Because you know, Al uses a reading light contraption. He straps oh, around yes. his head. Yes, that's not going to work.
3: Proud of like the fact that Emily says this as if
2: she's been <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, let's keep it discreet. On radio. Like it. Okay. okay, let's keep the party polite.
2: Um, Vision, um, when he was killed by, um, I think it was Ultron, wasn't it? Who ripped his um, his gem out was it
1: Ultron or was oh, he... I'm a great, good person to ask about this I don't know, it's, it's, I don't know
2: it changed about. If, you know Vision in the Marvel comics Oh no, I, I don't oh well he has got a it, it was a kind of a solar thing and then it seemed to turn into an infinity stone in the film anyway he's got a stone in his head hmm. um, but that glows and stuff as you say I would want I'd want some if there's some method it could glow that would be great if he got up in the night <laughs> At my age, that would be your first priority. I don't want a $24 million. I want a headlamp. Terry Wogan once gave me Not some... An incontinence s- light. Terry Wogan gave me some flip-flops with lights in the front for getting up in the night.
0: That's a true story. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: I did a, a face-to-face interview, no Zoom no masks where was
1: the interview
2: it was in um it was in bellsize park which is area of north london you'll be familiar was
1: it in a in a cafe it was in
2: a cafe oh no No. and me and david Badil, it was so we met he came to my house and we walked to this and we were interviewed by a couple of old friends of ours that we worked with on fantasy football it was a radio (laughs) interview Mm. um But as you know, everyone who works in radio wants to be in television, (laughs) (laughs) and more and more now, you do a radio thing and they've got like a camera or what I would call—I don't know if you still use the term camcorder, but at least a camcorder.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Judging by the amount of laughter coming out of the producer, I'm not
2: sure if you do. Um, Well, anyway. So I got there, me and Dave turned up. There were three cameras, proper like, big cameras pointed at this thing. Mm-hmm. So I said, I thought this was a radio interview. And they said, Yeah, yeah, we, we're also putting it on our, you know, our YouTube channel. I said, Well, mm. no, I'm not doing it.
1: You did? Did you? And it was
2: a bit awkward. Good lad.
1: Yes, I would say it would no, be like
2: awkward. That. And I said, No. Yeah, I, but
3: if you've agreed to radio, yeah. and then it's actually television. I, it's, it's I, like, I didn't think the, that was. Right. It's like a media version of the bus replacement train service. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So,
1: uh, uh, can I just um fill a little bit of Schadenfreude for those people? Yeah. Okay. That was lovely. Um and then what happened so what how did they what well. did david say is david's quite good at smoothing things
2: over Oh, he was brilliant he was saying oh i don't mind it <laughs> 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 thanks thanks solidarity comrade <laughs> um yeah exactly we're, we're all in this together <laughs> So I said, "Well, I do, I do mind it, and it's not fair. I think that's, no, I'm not going I'm not doing it." And they bought David, they bought David a cup of coffee and a piece of chocolate cake, and I said, "That cake looks nice," and they got me a fork, <laughs> so I could have some of that. Um, I mean, I'm so far. I'm Team Frank. It
3: feels like you could have turned up and they've said, "Oh, well, actually, we're going to do an essay as well." Yeah, ex- actually, so you're you changing the we're, territory. We're,
2: we're open. You can tell your story in modern interpretive dance. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some like oh, that her, I You can get changed behind the bar. <laughs> then so. you're
1: in some sort of Louis Spence figure.
2: So one of them said, um, "Do you?" I said, uh, a coffee, Kate, okay, lovely." And he said, uh, "Do you want a drink?" And I said, "Well, I don't know if I'm staying." It's all, it's all a bit... Anyway... <sighs> oh, I, God, um, I feel sick. It's interesting because, um, well, never mind. Um, so, oh, no, I do mind. So the, the <laughs> producer said, well, OK, we'll turn the cameras off. And I said, yeah, right. And they said, she said, we've got to keep them on for the sound. And I said, well, can you turn them around? She said, well, we'll put the lens caps on. I said, OK, right. put, put the lens caps on. I mean, in direct contravention of what I'd <laughs> learned from Raya and The Last Dragon, who said, trust everyone, yeah. even the, I, I wasn't having it. So um, it went on. And, and I mean, Emily was uh, just saying to me that most people, the average person has gained £11 during lockdown. Um, mm. I like to think I haven't changed that much. <laughs> no, but again, I know it's. I know it is. Um, there is a git element to this, but I, I do feel that uh, that's what's made me a geek. These people have created a monster.
1: Well, <laughs> I would say, okay. I think
2: in your favour,
1: in defence of you.
2: Thanks. I would say. I'm going to get to music when you get to the bot at the end of the defence <laughs> You
1: know I will. You know I will. Go on. I think there's a, a cleanness to that level of honesty. It's unpleasant mm. in the moment, but the elastoplast is ripped off and th- there's no doubt we all know where we stand, which is great, but...
2: Well, before <laughs> you say this, can I say i really i've become quite a champion of of radio despite being mm. snobbed by the arias um and mm. the british podcast awards if we're going to bring that up oh they all um, snob me but yeah, people. But this, I, and i think be proud of that. you know radio's got a lovely rich intimate verbal thing going on be proud of that don't feel you've got to film it and send photos of somebody holding elastic on social media in case the viewers don't know what the listeners see I'm calling them viewers that's where we've gone to they don't know what elastic is it's like in local paper if I I remember in the, my local paper there was a when I was a kid there was a bloke leaving at a company that made metal tubes. He was retiring, <laughs> and they had this story. It's a clear enough story: a man retiring from company that makes metal tubes. They had a picture of him holding a carriage clock, the traditional retirement yeah. gift, in one hand, a metal tube in the other, <laughs> and he's outside the factory, and uh, uh, were all his colleagues waving. And I thought, I. I I got the story. You don't have to give me the uh, (laughs) visuals. So if you're in radio, be loud and proud. That's all I'm saying.
0: The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio.
1: I want to know more about the cafe, Frank.
0: Well, look, you know,
2: I did the interview. (laughs) The cameras were switched off. I did the interview. I absolutely gave it my best shot. Mm. I even tried to defuse what, I must admit, was something of attention. But <laughs> I, so I, I told I told an anecdote with, and I, I I gesticulated quite a lot, and I said, "Oh God, I'm really going for this. If only this was on camera." And I thought, <laughs> I thought that will, um, and uh, and Rub then, their nose is in it. And then someone said, "Oh yeah, yeah, hoisted by your own petard." And I thought, no, it was a... <laughs> it. Was a, <laughs> I left bit of it. Bit knowing
3: by... humour.
2: Yeah, exactly. It was me acknowledging oh. the sort of. Not. They
3: oh, might have interpreted it as what we now call trolling. <laughs> yeah.
1: How did um, hoisted by your own patrolled
2: land with you? Well, by then I was in the... I mean, I was uh, on the roll. I couldn't be bothered anymore. <laughs> and uh, also it was from... Some, that was from one of the interviewers who is uh, is an old friend of mine. Mm. I forgave him. OK. That. Uh, and then at the end of it... It ended, and there was no um, very little in the way of thank you very much. Well, Dave got a great got hogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think there was some ticker tape for Dave. Uh, which, you know, in cartoons when it rains on one person, that's what the ticker tape was on. That was on Dave. Dave got all the thank yous. Um, but, you know, I did. I absolutely delivered, if I say so, I shouldn't. Mm. But it was orally and not visually that was the thing and then a group of people gathered um several people Mm. and i thought what what why why are they here if they sent for like security am i going to be menaced Mm. and um david baddiel uh, you will know has written a book called uh, jews don't count which i have to say is a really excellent read and there was a Brilliant queue book. of people with that book as if it was a book signing oh, oh excellent so uh, at the end of the day they get lost out because i had to sit there um, <laughs> oh. while people queued up and didn't even i don't think they even noticed i was there they oh just they up, did they, no they did they just said oh this is such a great book i love i love this so much Who's that old man you're with?
1: <laughs> Who's that old man <laughs> saying to the crew, Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I wasn't actually Who's that at all. <laughs> the <tapes? laughs> but, you know, I, I, I promised that at the interview, I did the interview, so that's... that's it's all right. That's your story. Okay. Stick into it. By the way, um, before we uh, go to the outside world, I, I told you it was my son's birthday. My, my, mm. my partner, um, Kath decorated a cake for him um, because I think on the nine-year-old's cake market, not many are asking for Alice Cooper <laughs> yeah. which is Boz's current um, fave and so Kath did an Alice Cooper cake it was brilliant, just the eyes which is enough with Alice I might post, I actually mm-hmm. think I will post a picture of that because it is worth seeing, but um it made me think, and I thought would be interesting for people. There are some celebrities who you can do quite easily at a costume party. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. Halloween or whatever it is. Mm. Not, I mean, you couldn't do me. Where would you begin to oh, do I me? Know. How would you do George Clooney? How would you do, you know? Mm. Or, but there are some people. I think I could perhaps do Russell Brand, for example, mm. if I haired up a bit yeah yeah, and like you know open my shirt to the waist and all that I've got long hair beads but there aren't many mm. and Alice Cooper yeah. I think fits in that so um, Benny, I Hill. don't know well, tr- Benny Hill really if easy. you wore the b- beret and spectacles mm. yeah you're off Benny Hill but you couldn't do Benny Hill in a floral shirt and matching tie <laughs> 70s
3: <laughs> suit no one
2: would get it <laughs> it's, a, it's tricky
0: the best of Frank Skinner
4: Absolute
3: Radio. We had an email during the week that begins with an apology. Forgive me for a midweek message. I don't think we have any no, rule it on them. It didn't wake me up. Don't
2: don't <laughs> apologise for. Uh, We're not like the title. monkeys band. We all no. live in the same house. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I listen to the podcast. Uh, oh, that's why they've sent it midweek rather than that on a Saturday. Go. I think is their point. Um, there's a source called Frank's Hot Sauce, which is a chilli-based sauce that I enjoy greatly. Mm. I was imagining what type of sauce it might have been if it was made by Frank
2: Skinner. Would it be a different flavour or type? Oh, well that's a, that's a tricky one, isn't it? I always think of that blow. isn't there only really one proper success story from 95 series of <laughs> Dragon's Dead? Mm, and that's is the guy... Roots? And that, yeah, what, what was the name of his stuff? Roots. Berry, berry, yeah, berry, berry, berry sauce, or something like oh, that. Oh,
1: there's also there's only one other success story. Is the Tangle Tease man?
2: Oh, I don't Mr. Good. Tangle
1: Tease. Well, Although
2: was know. that rejected is or is he a lady's hairdresser from the 1960s?
1: Yes, you've probably seen the product, Frank. Tangle Tease. Every woman in this studio will have. Yes, Sarah has one. I have one. Faye has one. Yeah, have got one. You've got one. I've got one. What is it? What is a
2: Tangle Tease? It's, it's a clever hairbrush
1: ta- it's a clever plastic hairbrush uh it's very hard to explain we'll have to show you a visual image we'll have to show you some visuals i think that's the only way out Can you explain?
2: it does it tangle and tease it detangles oh painlessly. well then already it's deceptive in its title <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i thought it tangled as you would it should be called untangled
1: anyway you were talking tine tease, it
2: could be called <laughs> Yeah, what was I he talking was rejected about? and went on to make hot a fortune. Sauce. Yeah, what was it called though? It was called. It's a famous sauce. I've seen it at Lords, not Lourdes. Reggae, 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 reggae sauce. Exactly. So That's that right. I think is is the big hit. Most people just are, are sort of humiliated and rejected <laughs> yeah. on the show. Yeah, why we love it, of course. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? In the old days, it would have been a super hot ski, but I think it'd be something quite. The best sauce in the world for me is mint sauce. And I put mint sauce on all the meats.
1: Frank, I will not
2: be restricted to lamb.
1: I 100% agree with you. It's It's a
2: wonderful sauce. It's a great sauce. And the texture. It's like God has allowed us to eat the tea leaves out the bottom of a pot and it's nice. It's when
1: you get the tartness.
2: Mmm. Oh. I'm worried that there are... um, sheep defence league people into this <laughs> for a few oh, years. Yeah. but I put it on all the meats as I say I'm a democrat <laughs> Okay. so uh, that's what I'd have a sort of a mince sauce which could be I've never seen a squeezy mince sauce no it's too classy no i, I that's what I'm going for a squeezy mince sauce thanks sorted
1: Thanks, sorted. <laughs> yeah, and it's, nice. called make, it's called
2: making a mint, and it's a picture of me, like oh, you know. know, as a sort of a Ronnie Rich type figure, <laughs> top hat and a Very cigar, good. and all that's on the lap. Well, line. I'm like sorry to tell you, I'm out. <laughs> you know? oh.
4: Absolute Radio, the
0: best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
2: I um, I went to uh, a crazy golf thing this week it was called um? pot shack right um i'm not doing a um an advert for it. i'm getting no money from pot shack pot don't shack. don't panic my manager's listening he often wonders if i mention a brand name if i've got a side <laughs> thing going on Why i me? haven't i haven't um so and pot shack <laughs> is that my, my it was a, like a kid's party but they um sorry it's crazy golf for the 21st century is what i would say how is it? And get this, get this, get mm-hmm. this. You 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 you're given a ball at the beginning, and when you put your ball on the tee, the tee puts your name on the scoreboard. It recognises your golf that ball. Is clever, isn't it? There are times when the modern world really delivers. Do you know what I mean? Wait, I mean obviously sometimes it does negative, but the times where you think yes. We are living in the modern world. Like, for example, this week I saw an advert for a a sort of a trident tap. I don't think it's called that, but that's what I'm calling it. And it was three taps in one tap. Oh, be quiet. And one is cold water, and one's Mm -hmm. boiling water, and one is, Um, wait for it, fizzy water. (laughs) I'll be Come on <laughs> Imagine having that in your home. But oh. you
1: see, I worry about the boiling water function for the for the drunks. I'm yeah.
2: oh, yeah. one. But
1: I mean, if you have someone drinking alcohol in the house, I don't advise that. Well it's um oh, yes.
2: Yeah. When I used to drink um a very, very heavily I used to go up in when I got up in the morning. I didn't dare risk holding a glass because my hands were shaking so much. So I would Mm -hmm. drink directly from the tap, Um, Mm -hmm. even though my mother told me as a child never drink um, directly from the tap because sometimes slugs come out. Unexpectedly, yeah. I never saw that.
1: Yeah, but the good thing is, your dad always carried a pinch of salt in his pocket.
2: Yeah, exactly. presumably for that. Exactly, right? and also, if you you know feel that ill, you're not going to bother about a slug coming out. That would be devoured. Bit of bit of protein to and, sort of. But the only breakfast I'm going to have, you know, until yeah. until uh, <laughs> I open the ricard. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I thought that. Anyway, that wasn't it. That was, well, I was talking about the. Uh, and I was really impressed. I actually said, Oh, brave new world that hath did such you? crazy golf in it. Oh, how,
1: <laughs> did, did, did Huxley reference land?
2: No. Oh. It didn't. I think oh. it's actually Shakespeare.
1: Oh, it is originally. You're absolutely oh, yeah. right, Frank. So, Shakespeare actually. You went OG on me. I like that. Shakespeare? <laughs>
2: what's OG? Original gangster. Yeah. You went Tempest. Is it Tempest? Yeah, yeah so you yeah. could say Shakespeare invented In It. <laughs> <laughs> Which of uh, youth of... Uh, do youth know that they're quoting Shakespeare when they say In It There. No. Oh, forsooth. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, anyway, I was watching this crazy golf in awe. When one of the children, and I said they're young, you know, they're, they're, they're nine and 10. One mm. of them just picked, the, he, he played a bad first shot, he just picked the ball up, put it straight in the hole, and the computer congratulated him for a hole in one. Wow.
1: <laughs> Great reaction, Al.
2: So, There's I, not been a system
3: yet invented that hasn't been gamed. No, I go. mean, I, this a real kid, life lesson. I,
2: I thought maybe he'd misunderstood the word pot. And thought you could just put it in the hole, Um, but this elaborate whole this arena of lights and sounds couldn't cope with a kid just (laughs) dropping the ball straight into the hole. I was very. The thing is, you can't unsee that. Do you know what I mean? Once you've seen a kid do that, I was despairing. Oh, sorry about
3: that. It's exactly the technology that Hawkeye was invented for, surely. Yeah, well, you know,
2: I I must have told you when I went to a a first-floor sushi restaurant once in um, Bournemouth and looked out the window and there was an overgrown crazy golf... And there was a clown's face, big gaping clown's face covered in mildew and ivy. And I thought, goodness me, that's a fabulous symbol of my career. <laughs> and, and now I find I go to crazy golf and uh,
0: it, it shows me the end of traditional morality. <laughs> <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on absolute radio i'm gonna um
2: tell my second um child activity story of the morning we also went go-karting on sunday obviously they just pushed them around the tracks there's no fuel <laughs> ah. but even so it was it was a much help no no they, were, they, were, they had they found a bit of uh a bit of uh fuel and um,
1: I'm glad you were using the supplies on carts. <laughs> well, that's a, a great... <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you've got
2: to look after the children. <laughs> if you look after the children, then you've got a happy life. Um, and so they went round and round. It was quite um, noisy, and I inhaled quite a lot of carbon monoxide. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But we... Um, I was worried Did about... Did you get my- a little headache? Um... I didn't because luckily they had the antidote available there which were um bright blue slosh poppies do you Uh-oh. remember those drinks oh, no yeah. longer called slosh poppies well, uh, what are they called now they've been rebranded they're called star slosh <laughs> oh. everything has to have a little celebrity a little celebrity thing it's like charity yeah. if it doesn't have a celebrity don't count no more mm-hmm.
1: has the uh the graphic change then, because there was a little. No, pop- was a dog.
2: songs, songs. Canine now. Yeah. <gasps> no canine. I think it's a star. Oh. I think it is. Oh, no. well, I they removed the puppy from I slush think, puppies. I think, that was gone. I think the, the whole sort of... puppy thing is. There's probably it's thought it was thought to be cruel or something. The idea oh, that yeah. somebody might um cro- crush one yeah. like like ice. I yeah. thought so there might be a misunderstanding. Um, yeah. Still taste. um Oh, I mean, dog. brilliant. <laughs> brilliant in there. You know there are no natural ingredients in mm. it. And the mm. summer, oh, some are very refreshing. It's a lovely change yeah. from these. You know these drinks that tell you they're healthy and then when Uh-oh. you actually look, they've got nine spoonfuls of sugary. It's, yeah. it's, it's up front. What you see is what you get yeah. with, a, with a star slosh. The SS, as I call it. Yeah. <laughs> not ed- the first <laughs> not person to say of the kind. SS, what you see is what you get. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. Um, Imagine
1: you in the branding
2: meeting. But exactly. But I tell you what, I'll tell you what. We had um um we we had those cakes cop cakes, you know? You oh, know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yes, I know cupcakes. I think cupcakes are the least uh appealing of all the cakes. Because the mm. icing is just too much you get a cake i think if you get a cake that's say two inches high the icing should not be equally high right it should be less considerably you know when people say oh that really puts the icing on the cake Mm. yeah well with a cupcake what you're really doing is put the cake underneath the icing Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean the icing is the dominant thing and it's not too much I think wow. ratio and food is an important conversation that we need to have. I, I do. I do. No one ever says. I had a says...
3: very similar chat recently about um, one of those fancy sausage rolls that I felt was about 19 parts meat and one part
2: pastry. It was just too much meat. Yeah, I've seen now that. That is a trend in sausage yeah. rolls. The, yeah. thin, the thinning. Are you complaining
1: out of... getting too much value for money?
2: Yeah, because if I want, I'll have a sausage if I want that.
1: You have a sausage.
2: Go on. (laughs) You have your sausage. But I want the pastry to be a a dominant thing as well, you know what I mean? I'm after democracy in a sausage roll, not dominance. Mm -hmm.
0: I'd I'd like to... That's really
2: put the cake (laughs) under the
0: icing. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You
1: referred to Absolute Radio as where real philosophy matters Mm -hmm. and John Hopkins
2: Hopkins
1: yes uh, has a tale regarding pastry ratios and a man in what he describes as an existential dilemma okay finally a radio show discussing pastry ratios a mate (laughs) once got a sausage roll from Greg's that was pure pastry what do you know? How long has this producer been working on this show? In all this time, we've, we've said some things. Yeah. I have never heard mm. her gasp. No. Until now.
3: Maybe, maybe Greg's are very litigious and she's just worried about <laughs> Yeah, maybe.
2: What, <laughs> what they've bought, them. what that person's bought is a role. <laughs> yeah.
1: John continues. He complained and they offered him a choice. A new one or keep the roll and have two free sausages.
3: Oh, I have
1: yeah. never oh, seen a man in such an existential dilemma. What even Jean-Paul Sartre? <laughs> I mean,
2: that is extraordinary. Yeah, that reminds me when I took Boz to, um, I think it was Burger King, and the woman leaned across the counter and said to him, Ice cream or toy? <laughs> and I thought he was going to. Ooh. on compute. I thought he was going <laughs> to smoke coming out the ears. So, uh, what would you go for, uh, Alan, if you were offered that choice new one or two sausages to accompany the roll? <laughs> Oh, God. I mean, I'd,
3: first of all, I'd like about a year and a half to think about this, but if I was to rush, I think I'd take the two sausages and put them into the empty pastry. That's, that sounds like a bargain then, doesn't it? See,
2: what I'd do, I'd have the two sausages and I'd hold them in the same hand... Mm-hmm. As the role, <laughs> like when you see a third world statesman doing a press conference and they gaffer tape some microphones together into a cluster. <laughs> and I, that's how I'd eat it. I'd eat it like from the fist, but with, with the three shoulder to shoulder. Not, I know sausages oh. don't have shoulders, but you know what I mean. Mm. But you, Em. That's a bit of everything I'm in glad,
1: there. I'm glad you came to me, Frank. This is a dilemma. Mm. I mean, it's one of the biggest ones I would ever have in my life, and I've had Shaquille O'Neal or the Arsenal player. Mm. I would say <laughs> I'd I'd go fresh.
2: Would you really I'd
1: take that risk? I don't want to be clinging on to two sausages, and the, it's it's not it's not right for my brand.
2: Well, it's got there's a logic uh, issue in this because what you feel is if you go and have, I'll just have a, a new one, please. You feel you've lost something, but you haven't lost something. That's what you wanted, and that's what you want in there for a sausage roll. Yeah. You're just, you're, you're, the ledger is, is, um, is level. It balances. <laughs> yeah. It's just that you've heard, no, oh, there's two sausages, and suddenly yeah. You've, yeah. you've become confused. You've mm. got, what you've done is
1: you've got greedy.
2: Well, you've been yeah. You've been the the other man. Sausages are always greener. And oh, um okay. <laughs> a Greg... Be, a that's Greg. How the adage goes. <laughs>
1: I've <laughs> heard that one before.
2: <laughs> but you know what I mean. Once you get the idea, it sounds better. But I, I think yours is the more balanced thing. But I, I like the uh, the third world statesman microphone cluster <laughs> <laughs> approach. <laughs> I think you know when it comes down to it, we all do.
0: The best of Frank Skinner.
4: Absolute Radio. Well,
1: we're telling our helicopter anecdotes,
2: yeah, well we're trying to piece together what went on with uh, Liam Gallagher and the helicopter.
3: Yeah. I've only ever been in a stationary helicopter as a child at some kind of air show. I've never flown a helicopter. I flew mine. to loose
2: women.
1: <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Did you? Indeed. I heard that about you. <laughs> yeah. I know, but you're very settled now. No, when when it yeah. was in
2: um, when it was in East Anglia, that's oh, where they yeah. used to film it in Norwich, or I think oh. it was Norwich. Mm-hmm. And I said, I um, I was asked to do it, and I said, well, I, you know, I don't really want to. It's, it, it's that's the whole day going to Norwich and back. And they said we will we'll supply a helicopter.
1: They lure you in with the heli.
2: Yeah. And well, then I made one more demand, which was a, a car to a Roman Catholic shrine that was nearby. You didn't. I did, and which they supplied. That's extraordinary. Nice. Yeah, I, I don't think they it, they got asked it that often, so they were probably all right. with I me. wondered what it was going to be. I thought, was it good to have balance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, it is in a helicopter. Signs. It was um, <laughs> these, were, but I've been in a few. The, the scariest helicopter ride I've been in. Thanks for asking. is the Manhattan helicopter that uh, encircles the... uh, It it goes off to the uh, Statue of Liberty and goes round and round the head, really quite close to the head. That's a perilous one, I reckon. And when you get off that, I mean, I I honestly had the wobbly legs uh, thing. Oh, Um, I'm thinking of my other helicopter things now. When I went to Silverstone for the British Grand Prix, they, uh, they helicopter you in as well. God, what life I used to lead. <laughs> now I'm lucky if I get a off-peak bus pass to get somewhere. Oh, Last God. time I'd interviewed on the Zoe Ball show, I got the boss in. No car. <laughs> no car available. No car available. <laughs> so just, I'm just, in case, before you start hating well, me. Real? If
1: your agent will have up on your website, will drive sales.
2: Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I actually got the bus in, yeah. <laughs> so, Lives near major bus routes is what's <laughs> on there. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I've got to know, to be fair, the over-60s travel card is um, and, ever and, um, at my side. didn't cost me. Um but you know,
1: adventurous Nana.
2: <laughs> I met a few on the bus. <laughs> it was obviously Russia's It's early morning, you know. show, a Zoe Ball show. I'm I'm there with several commuters, and they're going <laughs> like you know to their um, their offices and stuff. And I'm on my way to be uh, interviewed about my new stand up tour on the Zoe Ball show. Yeah, my next so, so is it the Zoe Ball no Next stop, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Absolute Radio.
2: The
0: best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've been talking about
1: LG, as you were, Kiss. Yeah. I would like to draw your attention to another showbiz incident slash near tragedy that was avoided. Feet Nicole Richie.
2: Oh, yes.
1: She posted... A picture or a video, it was up on her Instagram account, of her celebrating her fortieth birthday and blowing out the candles on her cake. I don't know if you, either of you caught this.
2: I did, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, her hair certainly did. She's <laughs> leaned. She, I'll do. We'll do the footballers' tense. Yeah. She's. She's, she's at, leaned in. She's leaned in. She's looked over the cake. Suddenly.
2: But it was that moment that you get on the video of her sort of, oh, you know, blowing the candles out, ha-ha, it's my birthday, and then the realisation that her hair's on fire. The it's screen. Quite a, yeah. Happily, um, she has not been um, hurt, but it was... Uh, I'll tell you something I noticed. It's a, rubbish cake for Nicole it was awful I'll tell you what it was like it had been done at snappy snaps exactly. you know, it wasn't like iced or anywhere it just had, it had like a picture that had been some sort of I don't know how they do it but like it had been f- colour photocopied onto exactly. the ice Yeah. What, come a, on it's Nicole <laughs> Richie you know it got a few like, bob
1: was it Olaf it looked like it looked it was it d- looked promotional is mm-hmm. Olaf
2: oh. is from Frozen oh ok yeah no well, it was her as a child was it yeah I'm sorry that was Olaf. It was. I, <laughs> bet, <laughs> you, <laughs> I bet you. I bet you're the person that got the cake done. Got a couple of earrings, a couple of key rings, and a mouse mat <laughs> with the same picture on.
1: <laughs> maybe yeah. a ni- maybe a nice uh, t-shirt that rips on first wear.
2: Yeah, but it was. Um. Oh, I thought that was. I really expected <laughs> it to So she's on fire, and I'm thinking <laughs> that's a very poor cake. Yeah.
1: Oh, you can always tell because you're absolutely right, Frank. The icing looks impenetrable, doesn't it, on those cheap cakes?
2: Um, yes. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just thought, you know, maybe the name Richie is putting the idea of rich into my mind, but she must have money. Oh, yeah. yeah I think so, yeah. yeah you can't. I, quite res-
3: I, I felt respect to Munda that she was publicly celebrating turning 40. I don't see that as being something that sort of... Uh, a beautiful celeb might do. No, I respect sort of, her. I respect yeah, her. For I respected that. that. I just that thank went.
2: God she wasn't hurt because you don't want to be you don't want the last thing on <laughs> earth that you see is a is a snappy snaps Kate. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: also you don't want the last thing you hear to be happy birthday because I mean personally I find that tune quite haunting at the best of times. But yeah. <laughs> but also yeah, there's just something... I don't like it. I don't like the idea of everyone gathered round. That's, that's literally the, the last thing you hear.
2: No, maybe. Well, anyway, anyway, it didn't. Uh, that didn't happen. She's she's all she's, right. She's
1: fine. And it um,
2: says that her husband um, also saw the funny
3: side. He used Richie's close friend Paris Hilton's catchphrase when he commented, "That's hot." Yeah, which I think he meant her head that was on fire.
2: Mm, what I, I mean, thought I didn't know
3: that, that was a catchphrase, but it's a funny Is thing if Paris Hilton he did it. Always well, it no, it there are two things about this. First of all,
2: <laughs> Paris Hilton has a catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. That's you know, that's um something other than can we do your room, please? Or would you like your, your blanket yeah. turning back Did and here's not a bit disturb. of chocolate?
3: <laughs>
2: but she's got a catchphrase and also it's that's hot. I mean can't couldn't, couldn't, couldn't she use writers to come up with something? <laughs> Par, here's your catchphrase, Paris, that's hot. Oh, that's brilliant! I look forward to using that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's my Paris Hilton impression. What do you think? It's good. Yes, I think it's okay. The taps are so complicated. Why do you turn to turn the shower into the tap water? Why is it so? Why does it look like Doctor Octopus? The, the 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 bath sequence. It's too complicated, Dad. Get a simple one. Get a mixer tap.
0: Uh, just like it. I think you'll agree this is the best of frank skinner on absolute radio
2: oh i've got a question actually for you too. um oh yeah s- especially yeah I, I don't know if you think of I em mean, you think of yourself as being with it don't you you're very with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah are you with it uh, What would you say
3: no, I'd like to rule myself out of any with it chat, Okay, <laughs> but let's have a go. Come what on. I was going to
2: ask is this. You'll remember a few weeks ago my gardener told me precisely when the garden office oh, yeah. craze began. That was in 2012. 2012, I believe, yeah. Um, when did the, the term second hand get replaced by previously loved? I've noticed it about quite oh, a nice. bit now. Oh, yeah. yeah, previously loved clothing I saw on a shop. Yeah, thing.
1: Uh, yes, and it even gets abbreviated at uh, pre-loved. Pre-loved,
2: you... I don't like the mm. sound of at all. <laughs> no, no, that sounds very clinical. <laughs> and also, I'm, um, I'm. Yes, I've so had a a dog. I've had our dog pre-loved. <laughs> Best to get it. Um, and, uh, sorry, I'll carry on.
3: If if we're being brutally honest, some things that end up on those auction sites, they're uh, they're not previously loved. Like I've sold a jumper because it's really itchy or yeah, something like that. Previously it's,
2: loved, it's, it could actually
3: yeah, exactly. <laughs> despised. It's stubborn.
2: not a good it's not a good seller though, is it to say previously loved? <laughs> That's going to get people suspicious. About it. Do they use it on dating sites, previously pre- loved? <laughs>
1: or oh, pre- previously loathed, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'd use that yeah. on a dating site. I think site.
2: most of us have been previously loved and previously <laughs> loathed. Oh, okay.
1: yeah. Which the most do you think you've been? Be totally honest.
2: <laughs> loved.
1: Oh, that's okay. so
2: nice, Frank. <laughs> I'm not saying I haven't had my loathing, but that's always the yeah. end bit. Yeah. And it's hard to keep up loathing for a long period of time, I think. It's quite hard work. It, it is, isn't it? Because you remember snacks and stuff. Like, you're right in the middle
3: of it, and then you go, oh, I could have some malt loaf or a yoghurt. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually, back to never think I'd,
2: I could have some malt loaf. No.
3: Don't you? Is that a thing no, you a do? Sorry. I like it. Do you go, <laughs> yeah, sorry? I, like
2: I like it a lot. Yeah. Sorry. With that sort of very stylised pictures of grain... On the, yeah. on the thing.
1: Also, Serene, <laughs> has you ever considered branching out? I mean, it's lovely that you're doing well with the malt loaf, but they, they don't seem oh, to do any man. other products. They must the have man cannot they
3: do, live they by do. malt yeah.
1: loaf alone. Do no, what they? What else do the, they, they
3: do? Banana loves, and there's, like, little fruit loves sometimes. Oh, man. Yeah. Only loaves. in loaves. There's no two ways about it.
2: Well, you know, no, I they're think... They're not doing, doing any do.
3: fishes, just love, <laughs> love
2: specialists. <laughs> What are you? I'm in the loaf business. (laughs) Of course, I was in the loaf business for many years when I was on the doll. (laughs) When my day differed from my night only in as much as a couch differs from a bed. Mm, Lovely. On the other thing of dates of um, social phenomenon begin, when did the garden centre become a vibrant hub of the local community. It used to be mm-hmm. a place. You know. Also, uh, Frank, that's up
1: there with, you know, you, we've talked about this before, shops that have no business
2: selling certain items. Yes. I mean, garden centres. Garden centres. No, but people, they have cafes and playgrounds. Yeah. I mean, for Pete's sake. That's, what, that's why for I pizza. used to go there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
2: So, um, what about uh, the John Lewis ad? I've seen it. We've seen it, have we? I've seen, I've seen it. Yes, it's, um, it, it, we should just
3: explain that it's called Unexpected Guests, but it's about an alien visit. Um,
2: I've read many many sci-fi books and watch many sci-fi films i would say don't take any driving lessons from an alien because so many alien craft crash mm. it's oh, unbelievable yes. so it's many. such a trope so, like, and this is another ca- they are the worst drivers i don't know where they're drinking i mean if i was
1: in do you think yeah. elon moss shouts at them when's your test mate yeah exactly
2: i hope mm. so <laughs> What's this idiot doing? <laughs> what are you waiting for? Christmas? That's what I'd say to this alien. So it's another crashed spaceship motif, and the interesting thing is, yeah. you you see a it is it is an ET um, type of theme in that it is a small <laughs> boy befriends the alien who's crashed, a lone yeah. alien. But I don't you, the, think we can be accused of spoilers here, do you? No, no. It, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's advert, 90s. It's an advert. It? Let's not forget that. Yeah. What I would say is the boy's on the bus, is on a crowded bus, and he watches this enormous fireball <laughs> come through the sky. <laughs> it isn't picked up by Jodrell Bank, <laughs> by Greenwich Observatory, or, or even the local police. No one investigates, Mm -hmm. except for a local (laughs) schoolboy. Everyone else thinks, oh, well, that'll just be fireworks. It isn't
1: picked up by one other person on the bus. No,
2: exactly. Everyone else engrossed. This is the problem with mobile phones. Who knows how many alien crashes we are missing? (laughs) Because we're looking at Doctor Who alerts. That'd be ironic, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Can we return to the subject of Ebanana Scrooge?
3: And Marcus Radishford.
1: Well, I noticed something, Al. Ebanana Scrooge in the Aldi... Aldi? Mm. Aldi? Um... I'm happy with Aldi. OK, in the Aldi adverts. I noticed, I was very pleased that he still sported the nightcap.
2: Because, mm. as we oh, know,
1: yeah. Scrooge does sit very much in the nightcap chair. Yes, mm and but i noticed something which i thought would have been very disturbing to frank Al. he went to bed in a dressing gown
2: oh yeah i was confused oh, about that because i wondered if it was his outdoor coat because he'd been dropped in through the ceiling or something like that
1: i tell you what worried me Or is... well, they
2: might have been
3: making assumptions about the aldi clientele and thinking these are the sort of people that haven't put the heating on yet and so let's sleep in an overcoat do you not worry me out I mean
1: Frank himself (laughs) has talked about the issues he's experienced being garroted by the belt in the night. Oh yeah, oh, well, oh,
2: sleeping yeah. in a dressing gown is a nightmare. What's that going it's to do to a banana?
1: What is that going to do to a banana? Well,
2: can I? Can I <laughs> mention clear neck though? I'm going to go uh, back to neck. the anthropomorphic thing because the banana at the end of it, all the snowmen <laughs> have got bananas for noses. I didn't yeah. notice oh, that, yeah. have they? Yeah, and they are oh, bananas of a Frank size. Frank and I are discussing the director's cut. We should have told you that <laughs> a minute ago, Emily. <laughs> But, and so what does Ebanana think about that? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It's like you know, if someone, had, yeah. if if I was playing Scrooge and they were using babies as noses on the um, on the snowmen, I'd be appalled and quite mm. rightly. But Eb- yeah. Ebanana is supposed to have learned some sort of compassion overnight doesn't care less about the bananas used as snowman noses i mean there's it's so many mixed messages i can't tell you mm-hmm.
1: well they've also they've abandoned the concept of the christmas past present and future it's too complicated mm. they've chucked well, it, it all out they haven't, they, haven't got got
2: long, long. they haven't got that long i
1: yeah. know they haven't but still don't do it then if you can't do it properly don't do it what about they've th- just said i'm the spirit of
2: christmas hmm yeah Come on. What about Santa? Santa rejects the carrot for a mince pie. It's <laughs> a great right. example for the kids.
0: <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner.
4: Absolute radio.
2: I attended the carol service of the A, B of C. Oh, oh. oh yeah. Um, Do you
1: know, I was wondering how he was getting on. It's been a while since I've heard from him.
2: Yes. Well, actually, I, my first... You know when you get your first Christmas card of the year... It was from the Archbishop oh, yeah. of Canterbury. I mean that's pretty good going, oh, isn't it? I <laughs> mean pretty good going. There's an excommunication in the post, probably, if any of my if the parish priest hears this. But still. What does he say? Yeah, Frank? Yeah. does he
1: just sign it,
2: uh Well him and, and his wife sign it and it's just, lovely. you know, um I can't remember. they don't they don't write a big message, but um it's it's a lovely thing to get. Oh. So, I tell you what, I was uh, I was doing a reading at the ABFC's um, Christmas carol service. I was reading T.S. Eliot's The Journey of the Magi, which is, you know, three wise men, story, uh, poem. And I've got to tell you, Zina Badawi said to me after that I read it better than T.S. Eliot. What about that on the wow. posters, Al? Oh. Aye, for Edinburgh. Aye, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I did a preamble. I did it was it was a mini um Frank Skinner poetry podcast. I did a little preamble. because I think oh, when you just it? when you just read a raw poem straight out like that, it's hard. If you're not familiar with it, it's quite hard to get everything. Mm. Or, or Is there anything? Uh-huh. And I did there was two I started off um I, I tell you what I'm just gonna say what I said and I thought there was a bit of I, I, perhaps I picked the wrong audience for this, but I, this is a true story. Oh, I hate it when you say that; it always means you have. It's a true story. Um, I, I, we got we got our nativity scene out ready, you know, for part of our Christmas decorations. We got a little nativity scene which I bought in New Mexico many years ago, and the baby Jesus has gone missing. We can't find the baby Jesus, which is obviously quite a big. Um, a mission he's, from a nativity. Really crucial. Um, it's like those Elvis the concert things when all the backing musicians are there from the original <laughs> Memphis shows, but you know, there's just a gap in the middle of the stage. So I came down, <clears throat> this is how I told it. So I came down the next morning. You told us to the congregation. To the congregation, yeah. I, so, so I came down the next morning, and where the crib was, mm. Bars, my son, had put a crucifix instead. And I thought spoilers. And (laughs) some people laugh, but with some people there was a real sense of no that I'm not having that. And obviously, it was meant. You know, it was. It was. Um, it I, was meant in the nicest. I
1: think that is a
2: very fine joke. No, but it led. The reason I. It wasn't a joke. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's funny because it's true. Yeah, but the reason I told it is is that poem talks about. Well, were were we at a birth or a death? And it's the three wise men talking about this baby being born to. You know what happens to him after, and all that. So it sort of led me into. The, come on. I also mm-hmm. I thought this was a good joke that got nothing. And it was one of these you must have done this, Al, when you do a joke and then you s- actually say, I thought that would have gone better. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, but Frank, that's all you do. Yes. Say, oh, I can't believe people didn't laugh yeah. at Well, listen jokes. to
2: this. I said, so it's a very, I said, there's three wise men, they're moaning about what a really tough journey and how difficult moaning. it was. Well, they do to moaning. that, they really moan in the poem. <laughs> Um You sound like you think they're in weather or something, <laughs> just three old men moaning oh, but <laughs> only about the motorway, I tell you what, mate, the pile of yeah, But it is like that. <laughs> I'm gonna read it in a minute if you're not careful. So anyway, um I said, you know, they moan about getting into Bethlehem and how diff- I said and I said we all know how difficult it is to get last minute accommodation on a bank holiday. <laughs> Love, and I don't think anyone got the bank holiday joke. And I thought, oh, if this, I thought if this was a Catholic crowd, well, when a you roll. said you yeah. don't think I they think, got it, did I think they? You got were, a tough crowd. Yeah. Were they
1: not? They weren't laughing enough. What were they? No,
2: they weren't. It was, um, it was. They sensed a joke. <laughs> they sensed the rhythm of a joke, but they could find no joke. Oh, Frank. Still, I read it better than T.S. Yeah. Eliot.
1: You, you may recall, Frank, I once had an issue which I discussed on this show with the song lyric Erlie in the morning.
2: Oh, yes. Mm. Do you remember that? Is it Erlie or is it Eli in the morning? No,
1: it's Erlie. Okay. And that's what I objected to, is that it's sort of pirate-speak <laughs> and they yeah. don't attempt the pirate-speak in any other part of that. OK. It's, so, so it's just, what should we do with a drunken sailor? Erlie in the yeah, morning yeah similarly discuss we three kings of orient comma are am mm. not having that <laughs> they well, abandon that they abandon that structure elsewhere in that
2: well I think you got, You know you got to get the rhyme you got to get the rhyme love yeah
1: no that's uh, that's um
2: spoken that's, on someone do. that truly appreciates poetry though, well I mean him. trying to rhyme <laughs> somewhat with orient <laughs> is a horrible night Mm-hmm. Um, what about if Magic FM for Christmas changed their name to magi f m they could just put they could just put like a father Christmas face over the sea on all their advertising <laughs> I mean that would be great, wouldn't it and every show presented by three presenters at the same time. And then they could have magic gold, which I think... Does that already exist? Magic gold? Magic what gold, magic we- frankincense, <laughs> and magic myrrh. <laughs> Come on, guys, make it happen. <laughs> and as for Pret-a-Manger, they're missing a trick. <laughs> God.
0: The best of Frank Skinner.
4: Absolute Radio.